Conspirators of wonder, true believers, beautiful mutants, my darling ones, it's I, Dusty Santa Maria, 
I wanted to do a little something different on the show this time around. I wanted to share with y'all the most recent um, music that I've made because I'm in the studio making new music now and I'm really excited to share that with y'all. But until that time comes, I want to share with you the most recent thing, which is the Sex Magic EP. Uh, Sex Magic, well here, let me let me just take you to school on, on, on the band and the EP. The Sex Magic EP is the chrysalis of a four-year collaboration between myself and the great artist Moira Echo. These songs were written as prayers, or more appropriately, spells, to lovingly shape the chaos of 2020. Sex Magic as a project is now a precious artifact in the great pantheon of bands that have made powerful records, but out of preservation of sanity and self-care, had to go separate ways. Nothing lasts forever, but I'll always love you. In four short years, Moira and I dramatically rewrote our life scripts inviting and challenging one another to dissolve our self-imposed limitations and fully embrace our respective dharma. Together, through ingenuity and a DIY work ethic, we made three records, two zines, a chapbook of poetry, multiple merch items, and a totem symbol that is donned on t-shirts and patches by many of our lovely friends and supporters. We toured the Western United States and Europe. We made multiple music videos and held an exhibition of our paintings. We traveled to India and Nepal and Mexico City to gain perspective on magic outside of the first world. We did what we told ourselves we would do when we first came together. We lived the art life. The momentum continued until, to put it succinctly, the karma burnt out on both sides. All of this creative energy culminates with the Sex Magic EP. It is without irony a hyper-sigil and a cherished relic of one of the most significant chapters of my life. I am proud of these songs and wish all five of them the best as they work their respective will in the world. I know Moira is planted firmly on her path and that her chosen work will continue to flourish as she is a powerful force of nature. As for myself, I am just getting started with my creative work and have much to share. It is a real gift to be alive. We opened the show with the song Crown Messenger, which was written two days after lockdown in New Orleans from the COVID-19 pandemic. And it was my suggestion that Moira and I write a song to Um, put the anxiety and confusion of the situation into a concentrated focal point and Crown Messenger is what what came out of that. The song is going to be used in the upcoming film The Alchemy of Sulphur by my friend and teacher and two-time guest on the podcast, Antro Ali. I look forward to seeing that, so keep your eyes peeled for that online. The Alchemy of Sulphur, a new film by Antro Ali. Song two on the LP, EP, (laughs) is about coming into your prime when everything around you says that you shouldn't. It's called Both Sides of the Mask number two. I'm gonna let it come in and then I'll I'll, I'll come back and uh, tell you more about it. (laughs) 
found peace at last on both sides of the mask. Reaching my prime in the temple of third mind, this is not a joke, that's what makes it funny. Both sides of the mask, number two. So why call the band sex magic? It was not to invoke pictures of wild orgies where people dress up in bizarre costumes or intone spooky chants where they perform unspeakable sexual acts upon each other and an assortment of other creatures and inanimate objects. No, no, that wasn't the point at all. I decided on the band name Sex Magic shortly after a, a trial <laughs> of the uh, discarded band name Swamp Acid, which is kind of what I wanted the music to sound like. Um, swampy elements with psychedelic overtones, something like this. It looked great in print, that name, but when spoken out loud was way too often mistaken for the condition in the south known as swamp ass which is you know sweat from the heat on your clothes outside your your derriere and visible to all who who encounter you so that was a short-lived band name and uh the name sex magic came to me on a moonlit walk through the french quarter one night and made it was the perfect choice for the name of this project as we had used that type of magic to uh, intentionally direct our erotic energy and orgasmic power into manifesting, well, certain states of consciousness to get to where we wanted to go, and it worked quite well. So, a note on sex magic, the uh, practice, not the band. The control and direction of sexual energy is a critical point in magic. When dealing with sexuality, we are dealing with the very essence of what it means to be alive. How, with who, how often, and in what context do you have orgasms is one of the most powerful factors in determining what your life looks like. It should then be no surprise that when used with the intent of affecting conscious change, Sex can become sex magic and have a dramatic effect upon reality. Sex magic and sexual identity form a gigantic spectrum of manifestation and contact with not only exalted or debased states of consciousness, but also with non-human entities. Human beings are at their most psychically sensitive or turned on <laughs> while having sex. Even the slightest movements of energy and intent can have vast ramifications and nearly all traditional ceremonial forms of magic can be reinterpreted as sexual instructions, one of Aleister Crowley's big projects. The traditional assumption about tantric sex is that it involves having sex for godly long periods of time, and yes, this is certainly fun, but the question then becomes what one uses the overloads of orgone energy for. That was a passage from an essay entitled A Grammary by the magician and another teacher of mine, Jason Louv, from his collection, Ultra Culture Journal. But basically, in my words, sexual energy and spiritual energy are essentially the same exact thing. And all magic is sex magic, in my opinion. And I wanted the music and songs of this band to be a disciplined, focused, 
and pure expression of that energy. Song three on the record is called When History Ends and is a direct response to the panic of the COVID era, stating what a blessing it is to be here right now. It is a blessing to be here, and we incarnated for this. We incarnated for this to learn about love and to learn more about ourselves and to play the divine game of human existence. So this song was written in 20 minutes when a storm passed through New Orleans. I had been sitting at a piano for many hours trying to consciously write a song, and nothing was really coming. And one of these massive and magnificent storms that happen here quite regularly blew through, and the song kind of wrote itself. So I've always accredited it as a song that the storm wrote. When history ends, I'll be there with my friends. All right, here it is, y'all. Thank you for listening to the beautiful Mutant Space Cast in this special edition without a guest.
The process is the product, and the product is the process. Throughout my ongoing process of a life in art, I've made numerous attempts at catching the ineffable mystery of the songs I've written by making records. The product. Playing live easily makes songs come alive, but for me, recording has always felt like trying to photograph a ghost. I'm still very proud of the album versions of my beautiful, flawed, dark-eyed song children. The Sex Magic EP was engineered and kind of produced by my good friend Joseph Berg, who's working with me on my most recent material as well. Joe is the creator of the New Orleans band Cult Wife. Definitely check them out. The songs I'm sharing here, the songs on the Sex Magic EP, are probably the closest I've ever gotten to capturing the living potential of the song, and definitely Joe had a lot to do with that, and Moira had a lot to do with that. Let's bring back the uh, season two theme music underneath my voice. Get it, Jack. Bring it up. Jack. Jack's my engineer. I'm just fucking with you. I have no engineer for this project. This is a labor of love, the beautiful mutant space cast that I cobbled together on my own in my subterranean lair. All I can say about songwriting is that at a certain point, songs kind of write themselves if one calls for them. There are endless songs in the air all the time, and we just have to court them. What I do is listen intently for anything that really resonates with me throughout the day and write it in my notebook. It's similar to the concept of God always talking to you through the language of your own life. Signposts, graffiti, lines from poems that you can later cut up and repurpose, passages from books, and things you hear folks say or mishear folks say. That is a great gift to songwriting, mishearing. Some things just demand to be written down by an inner voice. Eventually, a tiny fragment of a melody will come, and no matter how small it is, I record it on my phone and just sing the first thing. I open my notebook, too. That always gets the guard dogs of resistance out of the way. From that point, it just becomes an exercise of cracking a code, or chiseling away at marble until a sculpture presents itself. The important thing to remember is that the sculpture is already there in the marble. It has to be made visible, is all. It just has to be made visible. The next song I'd like to share with you is perhaps, lyrically speaking, um, one of my most cherished songs. A song about loving and permanence. A song of sand. Take a little walk on the path of nothing goes as planned. Look into a flower, now you know the truth. The only thing left is a love that's deeper than the sea. Listen to the silence, she always sings in key.
Well, 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 if you're still here with me at this point in the program, then I'm going to make the assumption that you're getting some value out of the music and the podcast in general. So it is at this point in our adventure together that I will humbly request that you take a peek at our Patreon portal and consider becoming a patron. You get an array of marvelous gifts for the price of a cup of coffee a month if you so choose to support the show and the myriad of other creations that I that I participate in. Additionally, if there's any single track that really spoke to you and really caught your heart and your ear, you can um, buy them individually at bandcamp.com for like two bucks, I think it is. Or you could stream the entire Sex Magic EP at Spotify. You know, it's funny. I put the whole thing up on a, a service called DistroKid that is supposed to put the music on all the platforms. But um, there was a little snafu, and somehow it didn't get put on iTunes, which makes so much sense to me because uh, there's a lot of <clears throat> energy, for lack of a better word, put into this into this music, and um, it seems to me that whenever there's something that intense, there's always some kind of like technological uh, pushback or snap. I don't know. Some kind of snafu. It just made perfect sense. So you can't find it at iTunes currently, but it can be found all kinds of other places, preferably Bandcamp if you want to get it for yourself and listen to it whenever you choose. I mean, you can also just stream this show and listen to the songs for free, and uh, you can we can do what we want. It's all accessible. We have so much access to all this shit now. All right, my lovelies, all the information that you need to find all the things are in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this special edition of the Beautiful Mutant Spacecast. We'll be back soon with great conversations with far-thinking artists, mystics, and culture makers about how to utilize the imagination for our survival in the dark ages. But things seem to be, look, it seems like we're in a time of solutions. It seems like we're, we're getting out of the cave of problems and into the light of solutions, at least from where I sit in front of this microphone. Much love, y'all. This is called I Feel Alive. Talk soon.